Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast, where we choose to cultivate deep relationships with our event attendees, clients, community, and yes, even ourselves. Because we know that truly impacting the world starts with relationships, not the balance of our bank accounts. I'm your host, Jen Murray, retreat planner and owner of Relate Escape. And I believe that events, like our lives and businesses, should be successful, fun, creative, and full of chocolate. Let's dig into today's episode. Welcome, lady friend, to episode 18. This is also the fourth episode in my Rebel series, and I am so glad that you're here. I am, if you listened to the previous episode and I seemed a little less energetic, I have, I am batch recording and I have had lunch uh, between episodes, so I should be much more uh, upbeat this uh, time around. I gotta say, as much as I love doing the podcast, it's a challenge being a super introvert, especially one that lives alone. Uh, So sometimes it takes me a while to get into the groove, but I am back and determined to give you more. And before I dive into today's episode, I just have two very brief favors that I want to ask of you. One is for helping your about helping yourself and the other is about helping others. So first for yourselves, I just want to put out there if there is any topics that you would like me to expand upon that you have heard thus far in the series if there is anything event related and that of course is probably more related to virtual virtual relationships virtual events uh anything that's top of mind really i'm here to serve again my business as far as retreat planning in person is not something i can push right now obviously so i'm just here to serve and to make an impact so i will put in the show notes how you can get in touch with me drop me a line let me know what you're thinking what you're interested in hearing more about, more uh, any of the challenges or worries, things that have been on your mind. Um, And let's see if I can put something together to help and serve you. Now, my second favor is, if you have found these last few episodes intriguing and helpful and they've fed your soul in any way, your life or your business, please consider sharing it with somebody that you know top of mind who would also benefit from this series. Again, it's here to serve. So send them an email, an instant message, a text, let them know that this is here so that they can join the club and find the inspiration and help that I hope this is giving to you. So With that all said, let's dive into today's episode. Like I said, this is the fourth episode of the Rebel series. Last episode was what I feel is probably going to be the most controversial, so that is behind us. Not apologizing for it, but just saying we are swinging our way into something a little less... controversial I can't think of another word (laughs) it's a little less just hitting things on the head I guess so today I want to talk about how I a little bit about how I got in tune and focused with myself and my own mind and my own needs and my own passions to really tweak my business into something that 
was full of joy and aligned with my passions and how I'm wired and how I work. And that wasn't something that, you know, it sounds easy. It sounds, you know, really simple. I'm going to create a business and it's based around me and what I have to offer and, you know, what kind of lifestyle I want. But often the things that sound simple aren't as simple in execution. And after spending the last few years taking courses and having unfortunately less than stellar experiences with a few coaches not all coaches are bad if just the ones that I had didn't work out and so it was a real struggle for me and I am sure I am not the only person who has or is struggling with that still because even if you figure it out once life changes you get married you have kids some kind of circumstance changes, you move and you just find yourself or you you just change. We change as we get older and you might need to tweak things a bit to fit this new life of yours. So I just want to dig into that topic for a little bit and share some tips and some wisdom to keep top of mind. And so, yeah, this is going to be a little less of a hard hitting episode, but so full of good stuff. So let's just dive in. And I want to start out by saying that, um, you know, I think I want to start by I'm all about quiet and listening. Okay, so when it came to me disconnecting from social media and disconnecting from the entrepreneurial space, and I talk about all of this in the last few episodes, and I moved from Pennsylvania to Ohio, and I basically unplugged from my old life, from the entrepreneurial space, and just really made time for myself. I got distance. I unplugged from the uh, entrepreneurial culture, so I got a different perspective. I was also getting back into my relationship with Jesus, so that gave me additional perspective on some of the things that are in that space. And I also had less noise, right? So I wasn't on social media, and I had more time to myself. But the thing is, is we live in a culture where listening and silence is not exactly held up as this amazing great thing right we're in a culture that's all very much about the noise we have social media we have you know tv we have podcasts we have you know it's family it's we should always be doing something you go out in every restaurant now it seems they want to have like a tv or something so noise doesn't have to be audible noise i just mean noise as in things that you're taking in and those those things I listed aren't bad in and of themselves. There's nothing wrong with podcasts or spending time with family, etc. But all that to say that a cultural does not advocate for silence and for listening and for getting in tune with yourself. And I think part of that is because when you do that, it's easier to uncover certain truths um, that maybe our culture or the people that are in you know certain people in the culture don't want us to do but I will say as an introvert you know of course I'm naturally drawn to the quiet I have to because that's the way that I'm wired and I I think that um a lot of the introverts now because we're in the you know we're in the midst of the pandemic with everybody being at home have had a silent 
chuckle because this very loud extroverted uh, culture has been forced to be introverted and it's not that we're glad there's a pandemic but it's it's taken a pandemic for our culture to dial down and um, so when it came to me figuring out what is really going to work like I have been trying to figure out this business model for a long time what is it going to take for me to figure that out and the first step was quiet and it doesn't have to be extreme quiet you know, extroverts don't freak out I'm not saying that you can't be among friends or had conversations um, I'm also not saying that talking to other people can't be helpful when you're figuring things out but especially in my case I had been in the programs and been in the Facebook groups I've been in you know I needed I needed to put all of that noise aside and listen to me what did I need truly but that required doing some things that are hard. They're not easy, which is why I'm having this episode. They require doing some things that were some tough internal work. It might have been easier, you know, physically, outside, externally, because I had moved. I had unplugged from social media. I'm an introvert, so I naturally just keep a, you know, quiet household. I don't live with anybody, so I don't have any of that distraction or... Um, you know, I don't have a spouse or kids that I have to take care of. But whatever your situation is, extrovert, introvert, whatever, at some point you have to get quiet and listen in order to listen to yourself. Because again, I think the outside noise, especially if you are listening to, you know, you're plugged into social media and you're scrolling down Facebook and you're seeing what everybody else is doing, what everybody else is telling you to do. It's, it's still noise. It may not affect you as deeply as it does me because of the way I'm wired, but it's still going to affect you, right? So let's go over some things that that would helps helped me and will help you in getting better attuned with yourself, okay? And some of these might seem no-brainers. You're like, sure, Jen, okay, go get to a quiet place. But it's more than just that, right? Because if it was as simple as that, every entrepreneur who decided to go hole up somewhere for a weekend would come out with like the most blazing, uh, you know, business model and would have all their problems solved because there's, there's inner challenges that we have to take care of. It's not just the external. So what kind of things am I talking about here? Well, let's go down a list because... Of course, I have my bullet points. And it's not because I'm just type A. It's because, and again, I've been batch recording these episodes. Uh, literally, like ever since I felt inspired to do this, uh, get on the podcast again and do this series in particular, the stuff is just download. I don't want to say downloading because I know people use that in a, like if I use downloading, it means like Jesus is downloading it to me. It's not coming from a, uh, I don't see it as coming from another source, but, um, yeah, like it's just coming down and it's just like, I have to put it on a dock. Otherwise I'm going to lose it all because my brain can't keep up. So let's go down my bullet points that have just, you know, found their way onto my Google doc. Um, so here's, here's one of the most critical things when it comes to building a business that truly is aligned with who you are your wiring, your passions, um, how you want to impact people and the world in particular, uh, what you need to do in, in terms of a model that fits your lifestyle, all of that. 
So one of the biggest things is you need to be able to trust yourself. So again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have a coach or buy a program or a course. Those things are are and will be helpful. However, we still need to trust ourselves. We shouldn't be looking at these helpful resources as the kind of like the thing that is going to like we need those in order for us to do business in a way where we're diminishing our our confidence, right? We can use those resources, but we still have to believe in ourselves. So we need to, you know, take in consideration things like imposter syndrome. Are you looking at other entrepreneurs and um, seeing what they're doing and feeling like you're less than? Do you still feel like you're not an expert in your field, even though you might have just pivoted from doing it in a corporate setting for 15 years and now you're just doing it online as an entrepreneur? You need to be able just to trust that you can figure this out and you don't like n- you don't need somebody else to tell you. And I think a lot of the time we fall into the trap of seeking a coach or a program because we feel like we need somebody to tell us. Getting that conf- like getting a sense of confirmation and having somebody who's had a similar, you know, they've been down a similar road and have that similar experience can be fine just as long again that our confidence confidence level isn't such that whatever they say we're just going to take as like the golden word and we're not going to check it with ourselves because we know we can trust ourselves like we're the ultimate authority barring god because <laughs> he's like the ultimate ultimate okay so and in trusting yourself that might require and this is my second bullet point it might require letting go of some things too so like i said if you're experiencing some jealousy um, and I know there's, there's been a thing going through the entrepreneurial space. At least I've heard it from a couple coaches that say that jealousy is this healthy thing because it lets you know, like what you want, but jealousy, I, I don't personally agree with that mostly because scripture doesn't agree with that. And I don't see how jealousy doesn't usually result in anything that's healthy, right? Usually it makes you envious it can make you bitter, it can um, throw you into a well they have and I don't have kind of a place and then you're focusing on not doing and helping people, which is what you really want to do, but now you're focusing on like how much wealth they have, how much, you know, prettier they look, they have such a good Instagram, you're focusing on their lifestyle and things that you can't control and it's sending down, down a road where you're not trusting yourself, right? So, you need to take stock of things like like jealousy, imposter syndrome. Other things can also be hindering us. So again, yes, we're talking business, but we're people and we live lives and there are 360 degrees. So things that are in our personal lives affect us. We are our business. So we kind of have to widen the scope a little bit. So if you're not in a place where you trust yourself, if you're not in a place where you're feeling encouraged or 
you know, poured into. Look at other things in your life, such as relationships, because that is a huge factor in our lives. And again, that includes our business. So look at your professional and your personal relationships. Do you have some friends that you've kind of been hanging on to that, that those relationships aren't really serving you? You're not in the same place. Every time you talk to them about these, you know, amazing things that you want to try and do in the world, they're telling you that won't work. Um, and not in a place where they just kind of want you to be safe because they care about you, but just like you're such in different places that you feel like you have to make yourself smaller when you're spending time with them or talking with them. And then because of that, you have a harder time trusting yourself. <laughs> and then when you see other entrepreneurs having things that you want, you get jealous or have imposter syndrome. See how this all connects? So it's not as simple as just sitting down and saying, I want to do X, Y, and Z with my business. You also need to create this, you need to take inventory of anything that is affecting your ability to trust in yourself to make these decisions and to uh, to do it right, or at least do it I want to say right, like per not like perfect. <laughs> I got to be careful because we tend to be perfectionists. I don't mean perfect. I mean like right is then like you know what you need and you know that's the way it needs to go. Um, other things that you might need to let go, habits, small other small hindrances, things that if you, you know, you get quiet and you start to think, you're like, yeah, I've been doing this. That's not really helping. Like I'm hanging on to... Um, this like course that I put so much time into and I just refuse to let it go even though nobody wants it because I have such an emotional stake in it. Maybe it's an idea or a concept with your business and you just you just don't want to let it go for whatever reason even though it's not serving you. It's not making your business scale and be profitable and make you joyful. So cuz you know, we we hang on to stuff. We're <laughs> We're human. We get attached to things, particularly us women. So sometimes it's it's uh, hard to let that stuff go, and it's just being like it's just a hindrance, right? Like some sometimes it's I think there's more hindrances and bad habits in our lives that, uh, and sometimes bad relationships that aren't blatant. They're not, you know, on top of mind, we wouldn't say, oh, these are like huge red flags. They're like weighing me down. I feel like I have somebody like holding on, like on my back, holding around my neck as I'm trying to like walk forward and I can't move. But when we, when we get quiet and we start to really focus on these things, we focus on why we don't trust ourselves or what is hindering us. We can kind of trace the source to these little things. And we go, oh, okay. Yeah, I have been hanging on to this thing and it kind of looks like a small thing, but now that I'm really focusing, I can see this big, long impact and all of these other things, including my business. So I just need to let that go, right? Because again, everything takes up space. So in order to move forward and in order to grow, and in order to build a business that really aligns with who you are, there needs to be there needs to be space for the good things. So if there's bad things taking up space in your life, it needs to go, right? So take a little bit of an inventory over time. I'm not saying this is all done in a day, but just broaden your horizons and broaden your perspective in general to encompass those kinds of things. The other thing that I want to stress is besides trusting yourself, right? 
You need to believe that no one knows you better than you, maybe other than Jesus. <laughs> okay? Because between you and me, there are days I'm just like, I don't even know myself right now. You take care of that. <laughs> Let me know what you want to do because I don't even know who I am right now, right? Like we've all had days like that. We just can't deal with life. We don't know who we are, which way to go. But what I'm talking about is, again, because of the entrepreneurial culture, and I talked about this in the last episode, there's kind of this expectation or desire or expectancy that you you always need to be in a program or a course or a mastermind or something, right? And it's more than us just wanting to learn and to grow, which is fine. I mean, that's like why we're entrepreneurs, right? Like we, we don't settle for status quo. That's why we all just, you know, chuck the nine to five life and start doing our own thing. So, but you, but you know, so it's not, I'm not saying like, don't invest in those things. However, I think one of the dangers of that is, especially if you're not trusting yourself, if you're dealing with jealousy, if you're dealing with imposter syndrome, even if you might not realize it until you start to examine yourself, uh, is that you, you also, you know, it's easy to, to just get sucked into like, I can't do this on my own, right? Um, like you need to have somebody else to tell you, like you need to have a six or seven figure entrepreneur tell you what you need to do next, whether it's through a coaching program or a course or a platform, right? There's kind of this, it's almost like kind of a codependency situation now that I'm talking about this out loud, right? So if you don't feel like you can do it on your own, in a way where like the confidence and self-esteem isn't there and these other hindrances are there, then you're more likely to just kind of like keep investing in the things because you're hoping that somebody else is going to help you magically build your business. And again, I'm not saying that those coaches and programs shouldn't give you value, but at the end of the day, it's your business. And you need to believe that you know you and the people you want to serve and what kind of business that you want better than anybody else that you can hire. Doesn't mean that they shouldn't spend time getting to know you and your specific needs, but at the end of the day, you're the CEO, you're the boss, whether you use that title or not. And you need to believe that you know yourself better than everybody else because everybody else is going to have an opinion. And that's why social media is so overwhelming is because everybody's telling everybody else what to do without them even knowing you, right? Like that's that's a Facebook feed is just entrepreneurs saying that you should market this way and you should do this. And like, have you felt this way? Then you should do this thing. You need to realize that you, you, you know yourself better than everybody else. You are the authority on you. So give yourself permission to build a business model that works for you, right? That's what I did. So I had unplugged from social media. I quieted all those voices. I wasn't going down any more feeds. And the more distance that I got from that, it wasn't instantaneous. It took a while. But I would say like a month or two into it, I had enough distance and perspective and those voices had quieted enough that I, my, my sight turned inward, right? And because that noise wasn't there anymore. And so I, 
I was like, you know what? I'm still like, I'm, I feel called to do this business. I'm still passionate about this business. I just need to figure it out so it works for me. So I'm just going to trust that I know myself better than, you know, these other coaches or what have you that I've interacted with. They don't know me. I know me, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure this out. The other thing that I want to suggest is giving yourself space and time. Okay, so I know that for some of you, this is easier said than done. So for me, I mean, I live alone. I mean, I have a greyhound, but he's a couch potato. <laughs> so he's not even awake most of the day. He's just laying around. Um, you know, so I'm in charge of my own time. I don't have kids, so I'm not, you know, it's the middle of the pandemic when I'm recording this. So parents, God bless you. I don't know how you're doing this right now, having to, you know, homeschool or long distance educate your your children um having alone time is probably really hard because they're not going to school so i get that this isn't easy particularly right now but work in however long it takes for you space and time to focus inward maybe that work part maybe part of that is just unplugging from social media at least for a while just to get that distance and perspective Maybe it is, you know, looking at your schedule and saying, okay, I'm going to put in at least 20 minutes a day somewhere where I can just be in a quiet place and I'm just going to make that time, time where I'm quiet and I just sort of think about my business and I'm making notes and I'm kind of going down the stuff that Jen just talked about in the podcast, making, you know, do I have any jealousy? Do I have any posture syndrome? Am I trusting myself? What exactly do I want to fix in my business? What isn't working? Give yourself space, and it might take you longer. For me, I did this in a month, but again, that's because I I don't have as much on my plate as some of you do. So it might take you longer, but you'll still get there, right? But you have to give yourself time and space to just reflect and focus, right? Don't just, you know, it doesn't mean you can't think about things where you're doing the laundry or the dishes or whatever. I know I, I'm action oriented. So I usually have my most inspiration moments when I walk away from the computer and I go to do something and then that my brain comes up with an idea, but you you still need to reduce the noise. You still need to make sure that you, even if you can't get 20 minutes of complete quiet, find a way to reduce the noise so that your brain can chew on that more, Right. And then last but not least, I'm going to say, and this may seem contrary to some of the things I just (laughs) talked about, so hang in there with me for a second, but I'm not saying that you can't do this without help. So yes, you need to get focused on yourself. You need to reduce the noise. You need to chuck whatever's hindering you, whatever, you know, habits, stuff, etc., you, you need to be able to depend on you as your, like, author, you know, ultimate authority, you know, when it comes to everybody else's voice. But it's okay to use a resource or a concept model. So for me, I might have mentioned this in a previous episode, but if you're familiar with Pia Silva, she has a book called Badass Brands. And it's about how to set, it's basically how to set up a business model for service-based businesses where it, for me, I was drawn not just to, to how the 
the pricing goes, but just it a lot like her the way she sets this up and her thinking so aligns with me. She did it for different reasons, but because of the way I'm wired and you know, I only have a certain amount of energy compared to a lot of people, my brain gets uh, overstimulated easily. I, as a web designer coming from that background, I'm tired of doing like free work. And her model just, it covered so many of those things. It made, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, and I had read her book, I don't know, two years ago, maybe now, and felt that at the time. But because I was, again, I was at a really horrible day job that was literally sucking the life out of me. And because I was amid all of the noise in the entrepreneurial space, I, like it got drowned out that this was like, I don't want to say like the thing because it's not like the magical thing, but it was for me, it was this, this was the way of thinking and concept that was going to work for me. I didn't have to figure it out from scratch. Um, I could use her model and then just sort of tweak it as I needed it, right? So when I went back to how do I do a business model after I unplugged, I had, her book is actually one of the very few physical books that I own because I usually do everything on Kindle. And uh, so I read her book and I was like, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like, because after unplugging and I had learned more things about myself since the last time I read it about how I'm wired and, you know, just my experience, I'm like, this makes so much sense. Like, why didn't I just follow this before? Why did I get caught up in all these other things? So that I just ended up, I reread her book. I took her model, her concept. I implemented it in my business, tweaked it a little bit for me. But I made that decision that this is the way that I'm going to go, right? I'm going to ignore all the other things that coaches have told me. Like you have to do our calls to like free consultations to get people to buy. I'm like, for somebody who's a super introvert and has, you know, because the way I'm wired, I get tired really easily. That's like the worst thing to (laughs) do because then I'm expending all my valuable energy on on calls. Um, And it gave me the license to just, it helped with the license for me to do what I needed to do, right? Like to heck with what everybody else is doing, to heck with what everybody else says. I should do or works for them it's about me right I've done all the things I've listened to all the people now it's time for me to to plant my flag in the sand and say I'm doing what works for me it just happens that what works for me is Pia Silva's model her and her husband uh that she wrote about in this book so that's what I did and I I it has made me so happy and when I implemented it when I came out with my new packages and I'm you know putting that together it was bliss and now I have this you know complete joy over my business right because again a lot of the times the smaller things are hindrances that we don't realize so before I was saying for example that I would you know do any kind of event conferences speaking events you know down to retreats And then when I took that time to reduce the noise and I got time with myself and I'm thinking about things, you know, I was like, no, I have, I I have always known that I have, don't really have an interest in doing anything, but basically retreats 
are really small events because those are the ones where the relationship magic happens, right? And you get to be more creative about your activities and your gift bags. Like it's just, it's a whole different dynamic and my why behind my business is relationships. So that's why I decided to pivot. I just do retreats or mastermind retreats because sometimes those are the same thing. So like I just, I, I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like that's, that's my niche. I'm going to specialize in that. I have a specific process that people follow. I don't do, uh, I want to say I don't do custom, completely custom things because of course every event's different. So I'm not saying that I'm making them all look the same, but I have a specific process so that A, people get to, you know, try, like we do, you know, it's a low entry as far as price and we get to feel each other out and then they can move on to an actual, you know, larger planning package if they want. But I get to refine that, right? I get to become a master in a specific thing and that works for me on multiple levels because that's how I'm wired. I'm a deep thinker. I would much rather become somebody who just continues to offer more and more expertise in one area than trying to do a bunch of things that I'm not really enthralled with just for the sake of it, right? So I had to give myself permission, but I also, part of that was saying, I'm using this resource <laughs> that I found that really works for me. Now, in Pia's case, she's the one who came up with the resource. Like I mentioned before, she had tried, you know, paying money to all kinds of people to do all the things. And then eventually she just had to stop and figure out what worked for her. Um, my luck was that she, part of that was her figuring out this model that happened to work for me. So thank you, Pia, for <laughs> helping me with my business. But all that to say, ladies, I know this, again, I know this seems sort of, yeah, Jen, I know, get quiet, focus, seems common sense. But I think the internal things trip us up way more than we realize, particularly for us, because we love to do things. We love to get things done and we're very much focused on our to-do lists. And we're focused on what we want to do. And I think sometimes it makes it hard for us to keep sight of what's going on inside of us. So I hope that today's episode was helpful and inspired you in some way to do just an internal audit and take the time to reduce the noise, get quiet, get, I don't, you know, it doesn't have to be pin drop quiet, but get more quiet and listen to yourself list out all those little thoughts that have you know zipped through your brain maybe once maybe multiple times but because of all the other because of life and all of the noise they never rose to the surface they never never got to come to light like I knew that relationships was my passion and I knew that it wasn't really coming out but I never I was so until I unplugged and made it a focus that never came to the top I knew that I didn't want to do events that were large or that you really couldn't be as creative at. But I didn't make that change. It didn't come to light until I made a point of doing that. So that's my encouragement to you today is reduce the noise, get quiet, and make a business that actually aligns with you. And don't be afraid to be a rebel. Because having your own business is about doing something that makes you 
joyful. Serves people, lights them up, changes their lives, but it's also about you being joyful and having something that works with you in tandem with you and not against you. Because if your business works against you, all it's going to be is a struggle. And it's not going to bring you the joy that you I know that you want and the impact that you want on the world. So yeah, just really want to encourage you today to take that time. And you know what, guys? During a pandemic, barring kids at home, again, parents, God love you. Um, this is a good time to do that. So take that audit, take that uh, inventory and love you guys. If you have any feedback, any questions, don't forget that down below in the notes will be a way to contact me. Would love to hear about what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Is this content resonating with you at all? Because I'm here to serve and to be of help. Cheers. Hey lady, very briefly before we go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you gleaned a ton of wisdom and comfort, maybe even some confirmation from it. And I want to ask your help in getting this podcast into the hands or phones of more women just like you. So if you could, please just hop over on iTunes and leave a short review and let other women know what you have enjoyed or or gotten out of this podcast. I might even read it on the air, you never know, but it's my goal to help as many entrepreneurs as possible and your words as always could be powerful in achieving that. Thanks and look forward to seeing you next time.